Long ago in Bethlehem, Christ was born through Mary's yes. The angel choir sang of this kiss, that God is woven in with this. As Christ was born on Christmas Day, the universe was set at play for opening our eyes to see Christ is born through you and me. We are Bethlehem. We are Mary's yes. The angel choir sings of this kiss. God is woven in with this. Christ is born in you and me, setting all the captives free, just like Jesus said would be. Christ is born in you and me. Gloria in excelsis Deo. The Most High is with us. The star still shines in our time, wherever we bear forth the divine. Good evening, my beloved friends, and welcome to this most holy night. I have thought about this night for days now with a mixture of anticipation, dread, longing, and hope. With all of that wrapped up in a healthy dose of plain and painful sadness. This is not how any of us wanted to be spending this night. I miss all the children who are starting to feel at home among us at Trinity. I miss our beautiful church. I miss the familiar rituals and the candle lighting. I miss the beautiful way we decorate our sanctuary this time of year. And yes, most especially, I miss you. I miss each of you, new and not so new friends in Christ. For many of us, this is the time for the first time in decades, if not a lifetime, that we are not standing together and sitting together, praying together, singing familiar hymns and sharing a sacred meal of bread and wine and lighting each other's candles as we sing Silent Night at the end of the service, trying not to drip wax on our hands or on our floor. Yes, this Christmas Eve comes with a different kind of longing in our hearts. So I begin there tonight. I begin by wondering if this longing isn't also some kind of a very real gift. Even amidst the hilarity of the telling of the story of Jesus' birth we just shared and delighted in, I can still source that longing, that longing for a place to belong as well. Could it be that in the first world inconvenience of not being able to gather in person this year for our beloved rituals and community, Maybe there is, in this moment, a reminder of the elements of this story that we often forget or gloss over at times. Born a Jew to a displaced, unwed, and poor couple, Jesus was part of a religious and ethnic minority in the Roman Empire. Jews were marginalized by Romans and Greeks and other non-Jewish groups in many imperial cities. As a newborn, Jesus was the target of ruler-sanctioned violence, and his family fled to Egypt as refugees. Joseph and Mary fled because of the gender of their firstborn. The lives of Jewish boys under the age of two were threatened by the empire. Jesus was a dark-skinned, religious minority refugee whose family fled persecution because of his gender. 
Holding up those elements of this life-changing story to our circumstances isn't fair, of course. It's not comparing apples to apples. I understand that. Our discomfort with separation is indeed real and valid, and yet I want to suggest that just maybe on this holy night, we can still sit with all of that discomfort and longing and sink into remembering some of these elements of this sacred story, finding renewed resilience and the gift of remembering where and why Jesus came down as love. It was and is for such a time as this. This story is our legacy and a call to face directly into that which would otherwise divide, degrade, diminish, and destroy anything that challenges love this night. On this night, we are drawn into the improbable image of all the strange, crude diversity huddled around us as we stand in a stable, trying to draw connections and make meaning for our own lives today. This story, this place, does not just symbolize a greater truth in our lives about the power of love in our lives. If that was all it was, we would not need a fragile, dependent baby coming to us in this story. Rather, we need this story in order to connect with all that is fragile and vulnerable inside of us every day. Jesus came among us not to seek out the perfection of the world, but to offer the world salvation. Salvation, to me, means healing. It means wholeness. Healing is not to be confused with the absence of illness or disease or hurt, but healing as a universal gift available to anyone, to everyone. I think of salvation as a rock of peace, a way of being in the world, grounded in the world that cannot be shattered by circumstance. And it is here, in the messiness of this story on this holy night, in this smelly stable, that healing can begin. Nothing about this story is perfect, and try as we may, there will always be something edgy about how Jesus came to us, here, off the beaten path, in a place and at a time that didn't really want this kind of a king. So even in our separateness tonight, I hope you too see the beauty of this gift being offered to us once more. We are offered the reminder that healing and wholeness in our own lives requires no perfection. We too can bring the wrong gifts to the party and still be thanked for showing up. We too can be all of our messy, chaotic selves and still be welcomed home. We too can find ourselves, we of all different backgrounds, ethnicities, skin color, gender identity, class, race, beliefs, housed or unhoused, employed or unemployed, insured or uninsured, loved or longing, and still claim the story as our own. The gift of this baby is many things for many people. For me, for this year, the gift this night comes down to remembering that even in our separation, we have a God that came down to join the messiness of all of this to show us firsthand what love 
looks like, what love feels like. And it is here, within the context of this community of faith, even when we are still needing to be apart, that we can discover ways to still grow in that love and with each other. This, you, us, this is our shelter, this is our stable, this is our place of welcome when the world says there is no vacancy. Year after year, we come to this story, we come to this night, bringing all of who we are, messy, broken, blessed, longing, loving, joy and sorrow-filled lives, not to clean them up for a Sunday morning experience, pretending to be okay if we're not, but rather to be courageous enough to laugh and to cry together with each other, showing God's incarnate love to the world each time we dare reveal our true selves. And then it is from this place, this community, that we are sent out to replicate the love story that we heard tonight and try to live it in our own lives. That is what being a Christian in the world today means to me, living out the love story we just heard. We go out with courage, striving to live wholeheartedly. And we go out with trust that there will always be a shining star pointing us towards home within ourselves and within a community of faith. So on this night, wherever you are, come inside. Come inside and sit for a while in this dark, cold, and holy place. May we all do our best to replicate the love story that we heard tonight every day in our lives, remembering that our lives do not need to be perfect to be whole, accepting the promise that even in the messiness of our lives, there is a path of love paved before us, and believing in the hope that when life is seen as a whole, healing is possible, peace is real, and light can emerge from any darkness, shining a path to lead us home. My beloved friends, no truer words could be spoken on this special night. We are Bethlehem. We are Mary's yes. The angel choirs sing of this kiss. God is woven in with this. Christ is born in you and me setting all the captives free, just like Jesus said would be, Christ is born in you and me.